From the 305 to the 303, welcome to TCSP. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Dr. Brian and the Casually Serious Band. And so Jay says to me, if that was a goat, that's my next wife. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, dude, man. that's something he'd say, too, man. You know? Classic stuff. Classic God, stuff. Man, indeed. <coughs> was that on the air? Did people hear that whole thing? We're live. I guess we're, we're live. All right, we're live. We're hey. live. No one, no one heard a damn thing. How's everybody doing? Welcome back to another TCSP uh, if you have been living under a rock and not in Iraq, um, then uh, you might or might not know or uh, that one of our very, very close friends passed away, uh, Jay Bednell, uh, got a couple, damn it, it's, it's a couple weeks ago, basically, we can say that right now, which I don't understand, but um, we've been out of commission. We've been going through quite a lot of things uh, since that happened. Uh, a lot of you folks joined up uh, with us a couple nights ago for an amazing, amazing horns up for Jay um, uh, celebration on Zoom. We had about 60, I think it's about 60 or 65 people at one point. It was pretty insane. Uh, about 10, maybe I'd say about 8 to 10 people were, uh, were talking and shared some stories, which is pretty awesome. Uh, so we want to thank everybody for that. BG, thank you for, thanks for showing up, man. I appreciate it. Andrew, what's up? Bobby Mack. It's good to see some close friends here, man. Um, yeah, we uh, we've been we've been going through some things, man. Uh, so we thought right now for this particular podcast tonight, we'd give the opportunity to uh, some friends to maybe hop into the comment section, say hello, maybe actually come on and share a story if they wanted to, uh, depending if we have time to do that. Uh, but really, what we want to do is sort of. Uh, share some of the ideas, uh, 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 some of the stages that we're dealing with right now of uh, the obvious grief and uh, sharing some uh, some photos and some videos and stuff like that. So uh, uh, what's going on with you, Ken, man, as if I need to ask? Yeah, no, you know, it's uh, definitely somber and it's been uh, difficult to process. I keep using that word, process all of this and what's happened. So, um, you know, we had done the show in, in a little while um, because of you know, being away and everything. And on top of that, obviously with all this, it was, uh, it wasn't on the top of our list, but, uh, it is something that is actually therapeutic for us as well. So in a way, um, this show can hopefully serve, uh, to help some folks that want to talk a little bit about this, uh, whether they knew Jay or not. And, uh, also for us to be able to just kind of get out there and, and talk a little bit and maybe get back comfortable again to doing things we did before, you know, he loved the show. I would talk to him every day before the show. We talk about what our topic was going to be and see if he would be able to be on the show or not. And he's joined us for a few. So um, go back, check out the archives and you can see some of those shows that Jay was on. Always insightful, always uh, adding a little extra something, you know, that you, you generally wouldn't expect and, and the humor always there as well. So, um, you know, all that gone now is difficult for us. So we're just trying to process all that and do what we can do. And I'm glad everyone's here to help us do it. 
Kelly Townsend, thanks for showing up. God bless you both. She says prayers and thoughts and hugs. We appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, thanks even more so for uh, for changing your profile picture. We had uh, I had posted it because it was just something I'd seen that struck a chord. Uh, so we decided to throw it up on the uh, everybody's um, on everybody's profile pic on Facebook. So a lot of folks have decided to do that as well as Kelly. So thank you so much for that. Um, we haven't really gone into uh, very very deep things about how and the hows and the whys, and we will not, we will continue to not do that. Uh, But at the same time, I think we do, and we have expressed the fact that mental health is attached to the tragedy that happened with Jay. And um, I think talking about it is what we need to be doing right now, sitting back and thinking of it as a taboo subject, um, something to be quiet about, hush, hush, it's in the family. That stuff needs to be swept away and we need to vocally start talking about it so that uh, it does not become something that is normal and a normal option for someone to feel that uh, they might want to put themselves in a situation where they might that they might not come out of. And, uh, right. you know, that's that, that's really what we want everyone to focus on when they're when we're thinking about at least this particular episode. And um, so you might notice some level headedness on my part right now. And maybe because I'm running a, a podcast with my brother Ken over here, maybe because I'm going through a very different stage of grief than I was going through yesterday. Um, Ken, man, uh, let, let me know what those stages are because I think I've gone through all of them and I'm going, I'm working back down the ladder. I, think, I know. And, and that's okay. I mean, from, you know, what I've read and studied and by no means am I a psychologist, psychiatrist, or any of the above or in between. I'm not a therapist. Um, neither of us are, and we're not trying to tell people how to grieve or, you know, what they should be doing, but this is kind of just the, we're kind of talking about what we're dealing with individually and what we're going through. Um, and just for myself, I always want to know more. So I've just researched a lot about the stages of grief and the way you should, you know, not necessarily should be feeling, but where that it's okay to be feeling and, and maybe understand that it's something that, you know, you're going to feel at some point. So in different variations of this, there's five stages, there's seven stages, I've seen up to 12. But to me, the five stages really are starting with not necessarily do you have to go through them in this order, but denial, um, you know, being the first thing is and usually is the biggest for everybody you hear the news, the first time you hear it, you're immediately no, no is coming out of your you're just denying everything at that moment, you're denying that it actually happened, that there could be a reality where something like that would happen. So Denial is a big one um, and generally the first. Anger is generally number two. Once you've gotten to the point where you've realized that this is some part of a reality, maybe not fully accepted it, but you've realized that this has really happened, then you're yeah. going to start to feel that anger, which you know I know we all do and kind of go back and forth from. Um, the next is bargaining. And, you know, the bargaining is, you know, please, God, why, why did this happen? And what could have I done better? The what ifs, could have, should have, what if, all that stuff, all those things that you start to put into your head and the bargaining part of it, um, which is actually, for me, I found very, was very dangerous um, and was the part where I spoke to people who lost really close people to them because uh, I felt that those people could maybe help me the most. Those were the things that resonated the most with me that they said to me. Uh, was to stay away from the, the would-haves, could-haves, the what-ifs. Yeah. You'll never win there. You'll it's never man. win. It is dangerous. So um, so I listened to that. I took that to heart, and I really tried to put those aside and maybe have those from time to time just for a little bit, but know that I couldn't dwell on those. So that's the bargaining for, uh, phase. The next is depression. 
deep, deep depression. And, and, and just what I explain to people is just utter sadness. I've never felt such a deep, deep sadness than I've personally felt from this loss. I lost my father three years ago, who I was very close to. He was older. He was sick. Um, you know, Jay was not. And this was so sudden. And for someone so close, it hurts. It's a hole. There's just a huge hole in you. It's just a big part of you that's just missing I'm just, and just so abruptly. Um, and that sadness still is still there. Um, but it's just the way that we cope with it from day to day. And the last would be acceptance. Um, finally getting at some point to where not necessarily that you've accepted it overall, but you've accepted the fact that this person is gone from your life and you are okay to move on and that you need to move on. And that's the part of acceptance. I think, I know I messed up because I thought acceptance meant, you know, I had to be okay with what happened, but you don't necessarily have to be okay with what happened. You have to be okay with knowing yourself that you need to move on and that life is going to continue on for you and for your family and the people you love. So those five stages of grief, I feel, are the ones that define a lot of what, at least, again, I've gone through. And I know there's other stuff people are going to feel. But to me, those are the ones that, you know, we can we can talk about how we're going through ourselves. You know, the, that, that the, the realization part and, you know, the time, everyone says time heals all wounds. But, you know, we all know that doesn't really, it's not really the case. It just makes things sometimes a little bit easier. And we've gone through it. We've seen it, especially on social media. How many times have you said condolences to somebody? And really, just condolences to somebody in the last two years. Just think about how many, the sheer amount of times. The problem is you never want to apply that to somebody you know and love. It's it's much easier to uh, a friend of a friend passed away. You definitely want to let them know that you are there. You know, like some people just do it for selfish reasons too. But I know myself, if I tell you condolences, dude, I mean that shit, you know, like I'm not going to just throw that on your thing to make you feel better. You, no one really feels better during that time. It's just social media does an, a weird thing where it, you sort of get a little bit of fulfillment. I used it to make sure that everybody was gathered. Um, and unfortunately, and I want to get this out real quick to our brother, Josh, our brother, Josh Harmon from back in Miami. Um, I think I blanked on telling him how to get on that Zoom meeting. He might not even be able to make it, but there's at least one or two people I think I blanked on because they're not on social media. So I might have told them about that Zoom meeting and just never got them through. I apologize for that. But you have a chance to watch this right now, and so we're hoping we can <laughs> we can, we can can give you some sort of forum for you to, uh, to uh, um, show your feelings uh, for Jay. But, yeah, man, I, I've got, I went through the, the sadness. Um, the sadness is the one that stuck with me the most, I think. I think... Because all of us, uh, you know, the uh, the ones that were you know really really close with Jay, we all sort of have, especially you and I, keepsakes of his and stuff like that. So there's there's some deeper reminders every single day, but it's not really like we needed any of that. There's um, a, a tire has been yanked out of my car, uh, a a piece of an appendage is gone on my body is what it feels like, and it, it feels like there's. Something like you said when we talked a million times is something is forever altered and forever not right. And right. we're going to have to get just get used to that not right somehow, right. Uh, as we all do as humans, man. You know, that's some people don't get past these kinds of things. It's a it's a it's rare that it happens that way. But I, I, I can I can totally understand it, man. It's the sadness is what crushed me, man. And for my wife, bless her 
to sit back and watch me absolutely crying and crying every single day for the last couple of weeks, man. You know, you know, and it's been it's been tough, man. I know it's been tough for you and your family as well, man. So you, those stages, we run through them all. <laughs> and you have to because the worst thing you can do is repress. And the people are going to repress this or feel that they don't need to allow themselves to cry or to be sad or to do so in front of a family member or a friend or someone that maybe is not also crying. I mean, sometimes people don't want to do that because they don't want to upset you further. Like you just, you have to let stuff go. You have to open up. And I think that's really the best of all of this is, is having friends and having family and people to talk to and people that you can really express your feelings and what you're going through and all of them. So they can be there and do this with you. And to me, that's been, I think, the best because growing up, I was always a, as a teenager. And when you think you figure it all out, I always said, I don't, I don't need anybody else's help. I've got this. Um, I was taken to many psychologists as a kid and I wouldn't talk to any of them. You know, I'd walk in and I'd shrug my shoulders or say, shake my head yes or no. I would never speak a word to them. And I got diagnosed a million different things. But I was just a teenager and I thought I always had everything figured out in my head. But, you know, the truth is you don't. And. A lot of times when something like this happens to you, you really, really do start to look inside of yourself a little bit deeper to, to try to figure out the kind of person you really are and how are you going to handle something like this. And for me, it's it's been the opposite of repressing feelings. It's been <laughs> allowing them to come out and to be yeah. able to have a friend network and family to be able to do that with and for people who don't and that are in this situation i know and understand why you should seek help and counseling because that is the best way to do this ultimately is to get it all out and you know i know there's medications there's things you can take uh if some people want to drink or do other things that's not going to help depression ever ever it's only going to make things more difficult for you so i mean i'm not saying there's not certain antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications that when prescribed yeah. properly work. There, there are. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying mostly the, the hardcore stuff, the stuff you're not supposed to be doing where you're trying to hide stuff. Um, and to me, a little bit, I think even that stuff hides a little bit. Like you need to be able to grieve. You have right. to allow your body to feel this and to grieve. Now, yeah. if you're going, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, and you're not even able to function like a normal human anymore, then I get it. You know, I, I'm not able to, to really pay attention at work. Little things right now don't mean crap to me. I don't really care about so many little things in life, whether it's having to do with work or my personal life. If it's something small, insignificant, it's extremely insignificant to me right now. It just doesn't matter. And I know things not, I'm not going to continue that way. I can't continue that way. I have clients who care about their stupid yeah. stuff that I don't care about right now. So and I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to save lives. Right? I build swimming pools. So I don't really, if it's, it's not important. Is, is the main thing. And right. that, that sense of, you know, um, of just kind of going through life is not, not great. And I don't want to keep it. And I know it's going to change eventually, but right now that's, and I guess it's a part of an anger stage or one of these stages that we're going through, but talk about it, get it out. That's the biggest thing I think people need to do. 100%. Yeah. We, you know, considering you and you and I um, were, you know, this, you know, sort of the first to have to deal with this right away uh, and then and then sort of ride that wave of everyone finding this all out. Um, we sort of, uh, when you, cause you flew in the day, you know, the day after finding this happened, um, 
and uh, or the day of was it the day after? I don't know. I feel like you just showed up. <laughs> I remembered very little. Okay, I, I was remember say, the plane ride to be honest. Fucking poof out of thin air. Ken shows up as he is supposed to in this situation. He magically genie popped up. Um, but we sort of um, sprung into action with a lot of things. Um, uh, Anna's family sprung into action with a lot of things, yes, uh, they did. making sure not everyone had to feel all these things that we were sort of absorbing in small pieces. Um, and, and what, what I think that did was that sort of, it sort of forced us to, to not only deal with them, but also deal with the real life repercussions of what happens, uh, when someone leaves in this manner. Um, so you can see it in a couple, in a couple of photos that we have, but I want to play something real quick. Uh, it's just a, it's a clip of us riding, uh, in Jay's van. Now everybody knows Jay, then they know van. Jay and Van, sort of synonymous. Jay had this beautiful, uh, was it a Chevy van? I didn't even pay attention yes, to that. It is a Chevy van. Chevy van. I feel like that had to be a Chevy van. Um, and it was beautiful, man. Much still like is one. Beautiful. Yeah, it still is beautiful. Sorry. <laughs> Much like the, the one that he had, I think at 94 or something like that. Yeah, uh, but he took on his road trip. Yeah. Right. That was, uh, I think that was what his aim was with this one. And uh, right. so, um, we we had to do a couple things, and one of them was actually drive that van. Uh, we didn't have to drive the van, we had we but we chose to. So we drove the van to Jay's truck, and we made us I guess a, a crazy little uh, video in the in the meantime. And I just thought maybe you could sort of see the bags under my eyes and the way I'm nervously stroking my beard in this video that I'm dealing with some stress. So uh, I don't know why I chose to do this video right now, but we were we're cruising in Jay's van to go uh, to go to his terminal to. Um, I guess see what he's got in his truck. I'm gonna find a lot of condoms, I think. Just from his hand. But anyway, I just wanted to take a video of this badass van he's got. It's a badass van. It's a badass van and I got I got the I got the N64 from it, so I'm very grateful for that. Jay knew right away I was a vidhead, so but um so anyway, no gaming in the back. No gaming in the back. Nope. Chuck's back there bored as shit, dude. He's just so bored. But um Anyway, just wanted to shoot this. We miss you, Jay. Love you, Chuck. Shout out to Chuck, man. Chuck was uh, boots on ground pretty much that same yes. damn day too, as Girl. well as uh, as well as John, man. Uh, that was brother, tough, man. man. Good stuff, man. I know that was hard. I didn't even remember a lot of that. I'll be honest with you. That was all such a fog. All of that was. That's what I mean. Fog. It was a very much an autopilot thing, and you know, we were we were driving and. Uh, that van eventually was just filled with Jay's stuff with that that we got out of the storage unit, and you drove all that down, uh, down it's Florida. All, and it's all here. And you all can't see it right now, but one day I'll take pictures and post. It's cr yeah, that's kind of that, that's kind of crazy that we were able to actually have that happen. <laughs> Good yes. gosh, yes, it was. What else you got? So you got some other crazy crazy pictures of Jay out there? I, I do have some I do some I have some crazy pictures. Let's we're gonna we're gonna bring someone in and we're gonna VIP pop this oh, right wow. now. Hey, John my apologies off uh, right away. I just wanna uh tell Gina I apologize. I just saw John pop and I had to bring him in. Uh, that was not at all right, what I expected to happen. I'm sorry. I <laughs> But I, we had a time zone issue. You said 9.30, and I didn't realize you were talking my time. Or, uh, anyway, Chicago. That's all right. As I um, said, this is this is very loose. It's it's our podcast, so it's really just, you know, people wanted to come on and say some things. That's cool if they didn't. No big deal. We were going through, as you saw, probably just sort of the stages of grief and, and how we're handling all that right now. But uh, it's good to see you pop in and say hello. 
Oh yeah, hello. I love you guys. I mean, you were on the ground. You were there. We we did what we had to do and are doing what we have to do. We we go on because we go on. I mean, the alternative is giving up and and we shouldn't do that. So, uh Jay was my brother. I'm two years younger than he is. Um, or no, he was two years younger than I am. I'm older. And, you know, I, I knew you guys as kids. The fact that we only met again as adults under such horrible circumstances. It's like all the silly shit from 1990 or whatever it was just suddenly goes away. And... Still broken up, still trying to put the pieces back together. And, you know, I'm here for you. I know you're here for me. We're here for everyone else. Um, it's just, you know, such, such a waste because I have never met a human being more loved with more friends. As I think I said in the other thing, you know, he had more lifelong friends who loved him and would do anything for him than I have casual acquaintances after 30 years in the corporate world. So ah, just it's it's dumbfounding. So even someone like myself, I don't I can't speak for Ken, but someone like myself who, who, who I would claim to know a lot of people that Jay know, there's like five to eight people that I don't even know. That, that are just part of his that have, that are friends of his part of his life that just have never made it to right. cross my line. But right. he just he yeah. spanned across the world. <laughs> yeah, there, there's nowhere he could go that he didn't have a friend. And and right. I on right. Facebook, all these people are talking to me. It's it's like you know I I'm sorry, but who the hell are you? You know, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's unfortunate. It's and I and I laugh because otherwise I'd cry, and that's right. messy. I mean, you know. Uh -huh. I, Jay would as, say as I said thing. to you, as, as I said in the other thing, it's it's like you know I I knew him before most you know he, he was my first friend. I, I look at this little kid. I, all I remember is joy. I mean, he was just so happy and up for anything, and we'd go anywhere and do anything, and it. <sighs> We go on because that's all we can do. That's basically as far as I've gotten. So, it's true, it's true. But yeah. you know what? Knowing to being able to have that amount of time with someone as amazing as Jay, for me, being as close as I was to him, I've made three lifetimes of memories with that guy. And to hear the stories of some people that honestly I know, but I didn't know what he meant to them even as close as we were, there were things that were too personal to share that Jay would never share, not even obviously with his best friend. And for some of those people to share some of those stories um, just makes me love the guy that much more. He's just such an incredible person. Your brother is just one of the most amazing people, I've, probably the most amazing person I'm gonna ever meet in my life. No, and me too. He was the most amazing person I ever met. And I mean, I was a bit jaded because it was like, oh yeah, he was always there. I mean, literally from my first memory to the time, you know, I, I, I went to college and I knew that he had all you guys because he was always surrounded by people and he was always so loved. Um, so 
you got to wear him. He wore a tux because of your wedding. I mean, that's the only picture I've ever seen him in a tuxedo. It's the only one you'll ever see because it's the only tux he's ever worn. And it was. I think he got a haircut especially for that. He He like shaved the sides on the dreads and had colored. That's that's big. And let me tell you, let me tell you how thrilled he he was about it. He did, and mostly because I was in meltdown mode, and he was my brother. Very nice. The the, the bridezilla was not. Yeah, he was not going to have any part of that. It was like okay. I'll do. I'll do this right. Do he this had right. these pranks he wanted to do, but I was like, "That is not going to make my <laughs> <laughs> not here." Please don't. Uh, we're gonna set the main table on fire real quick. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not gonna work, dude. Let's not do that. Uh, it was Extend good fun. Was good fun. I, w- I was at that wedding. It was beautiful, by the way. It really was. Some of the pictures from that I still have. They're awesome. God, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You, you said 1990, and I just quickly did that math, and I was like, "Good God, man! Like, I don't want to, don't even want to talk about that anymore." Actually, um, I think really, like I was talking to Ken, we, we I, I had just sort of, uh, and not really come to a realization, but just started realizing that we're we're at that age, the late 40s, 50s, when you start seeing older relatives maybe passing away and things like that, and uh, you know, I, and we had seen that, and we we've seen musicians of an older age, uh pass away and things like that and and that's you know you fall, i guess you sort of say that's sort of like i don't want to say circle of life but that's how it happens when you get older but you know this 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 one was just a left jo- a less a left hook to the jaw of all of us right now and uh you know that that's really the 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 hard the hard stuff is dealing with all this the grief that we're dealing with and and every different stage and all coming at one time in my in my um Definitely in my life, I imagine yours as well. But well, th- there's this one story, if you'll allow, I'll try to make it brief. But um, yes, there there was this time my parents. It was about five years ago. Um, Ed and Jan came up to visit us here in Chicago. Ashton was already in college. Laurel was still in the house, and um, there was a solar eclipse. It was like September 2000. You know, you, or lunar eclipse, September you know, 2016 or something, you could look it up. But anyway, um, we went to the Adler Planetarium because they were having a watching party for this eclipse and and dad's into that sort of thing. And, you know, we went into the museum and we're walking around and they had this room and it, um, it was about like Gemini uh, seven, six or seven something, but it was like um, Gus Grissom and Ed White. And, they had this picture of of the two of them in black and white that was taken in you know sixty four or whatever, and he was he was just staring at it. And he did that for like you know five minutes. And, and my dad doesn't just stand and stare at walls, so it was kind of weird. So I walked up and and he was like going, you know, I knew him. Well, I met him a couple of times. Ed White, his younger brother, was in my class at the Air Force Academy. He came down to the academy parties occasionally and he had a rough six months losing his oldest son in vietnam and his youngest to apollo you know no no parent should outlive their child and you know that's that's the thing that makes me cry it's like anyway we're flying down there thursday morning we'll be there um you should be with them. I think that's yeah. awesome. I really and, do. And Laurel it's, is here with us now, and she's going with us. And then Ashton is flying in separate, so we're all going to be there. 
Yeah. Well, now, they're excited about it. I've talked through that already. Can't wait for, yeah, to see you guys. And I'm coming up the week after you guys go for hang out with them for a night as well. So, you know, we're just going to be around them as much as we can. And I agree with you, what you say. I mean, as a parent myself, it's, uh, this has been the hardest thing, but there's, that's God so hard to even think about. It really is. So I feel for your, for your mom and dad. So, so, so much. Yeah. Definitely. Well, anyway, this is your, this is your show, not mine. I, I <laughs> didn't mean to bust in. That's and... what this show is. This is actually Jay's show, so it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. We got his blood on the show. We need that. You know, we you know we might be his brothers in that way, but you you are the true biological brother. So we actually appreciate you coming on, John. Thank you so much. Man. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I I will watch the rest, but please. Absolutely. I, I don't like having my face on the internet. <laughs> Have a good if night, you, John. Uh, if, you go, if you go check out uh, some of the past podcasts, the last one that we did, I believe it was to tattoo or not to tattoo. Yeah, that was the last one I think that Jay did with us. So go check I that one. Yeah, I heard that. I haven't had a chance to watch them. I just haven't. Nice. Check them out when you can. I That's right. Definitely. When, when I'm so ready. glad you guys do this. I I found it when, <laughs> you know, I, I was looking for you on YouTube, and it was like, oh, you want to see the uh, Casually Serious podcast? I'm like, really? I, <laughs> I didn't know about this. So. <laughs> Beautiful. Join us anytime, or at least check us out from time to time. We like, we, we're, yeah. you know, we're silly. Love you, love you guys. Love, love you too. too. Have a great night, Take guys. Care. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, Jonna. Wow. Awesome. That was cool, man. Got, that was cool. That was definitely cool. Was, that was nice. Again, Gina, my apologies. We just had to we got we had to get John in there. There's just no way we couldn't. <laughs> um, so and and before that, like I said, we were we were in that van ride on the way to Jay's truck. I know as uh being fifty one percent Italian, um my bags under my eyes just start growing, man, when I don't, if I'm not sleeping, I wasn't sleeping right. I wasn't eating right. I definitely can say the same for you. Um, it, 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 we, we were, especially during that first 48 hours when this we were trying to go, handle all this shit. Yeah. It was go just, mode. Go, go, go. Just anything so, we could do to help the family and just try to just deal with a terrible situation. You're just some adrenaline takes over and you just kind of. Right. I don't know. That was, Reason was, takes over, which would I think would surprise the shit out of Jay. Uh, with maybe not with you, but <laughs> at, well, maybe not with me either. But I don't know. I think mm -hmm. I think he would probably be like, well, I guess I understand. These guys just kind of sprung into action. Um, mm -hmm. I personally, um, I've had family members pass away. I've had friends pass away. I've never, never to this magnitude. But I've never had to also, and never in my life, I've never had to handle what comes right after that. Right. Um, so again, thank you, thank you for all you. Because unfortunately, you did know what you had to do after uh, a death, uh, and because you unfortunately had to uh, had to had to deal with it. And a lot of us at this age are starting to have to deal with it. But we drove in van uh, in Jay's van, and we eventually made it to his truck. So I think yeah, this video right here is us in Jay's truck, where Jay spent a lot of time. I was uh, I was stoked to be in it, man. Been, I hadn't been in this one. I'd been in a couple. Uh, at least one or, or at least one of the other ones that he had that, like you said, what you'll hear in this video, it was less high tech. I, so he liked it. I didn't know you did this. <laughs> oh, those are the greatest. Yeah. What is it? The Vornados? The Honeywell Vornado. What's up, guys? We are uh, my guys. I, I don't even know who I'm talking to right now. I'm just just us. We're that's where the camera is, by the way. We're uh. In Jay's van. Chuck's driving. Chuck's driving. We started it. Drop shot. You got it going. 
And uh, it's kind of crazy. Hit his his cockpit's pretty dope. He hated that it was all push button now, though. It's no he, fun. You're right. Yeah, dials and knobbies would be way, way cooler. But <laughs> he's got a. Uh, that's where he slept it. I don't know. You think he took the top or the bottom? This is this is more storage. Got the guitar. Use little spoon. Oh, there you go. All right. So the guitar is up there. The bass guitar. Yeah, the bass acoustic hangs out up here. Nice. For those nights, just where he needs to jam a little, slap the bass a little. Slapping the bass. And we got, you know, he's got the movie collection over here. So nice. A movie collection. North Pole. I got the first 42 of those. You're pissed that he got 43. I'm really angry at that. Badge. The people at Swift are incredible. I'm shaking. I'm sorry, but he, they're letting us keep his badge, which we're going to give to Ed because he should have this. And they have been just awesome. They're hurt so bad. And it's really nice of them to let us sit here in his truck and clean it out and get this stuff out of here. And just, yeah. They've been really wonderful. It's just terrible. And I don't know that a lot of people get the, I guess, the kind of closure that we're getting right now. Like the ability to go visit some things that you know other people might not have been able to get. But anyway, just thought we'd shoot a little short one here. Yeah, we're here just trying to clean it out, get all the get all the belongings. I, I managed to find the the Slayer hoodie that he wore to at least seventy nine concerts we went to together, and uh, uh, a couple and other camera, things. Yeah, the camera. The we want proof of that. <laughs> we got the camera. Ed. Yes, it's coming to you. The package has been secured, yes, and um, yes, so we're just gonna. Uh, we're gonna get bring his van around actually and get his belongings and yes. pack up the stuff we think most important. So, Love you, Jay. yeah, no doubt. Take care. So that that could have gone either way uh, in a couple points, but I knew eventually we were gonna show this video to people. So did I, you, I we, we did you why, would you consult me first before you? I, I felt I looked like PG. God. Yeah, we this that was my point in showing everybody that video right now Thanks. was. Uh, because we spent a half an hour in makeup before the show tonight. It's a lot different right now. These beautiful, That's what beautiful, we really look like. Yeah, without our foundation on. But yeah, that was a foundation. I'm like oily, man. <laughs> you don't even want to talk about my T-zone, dude. It's just going to talk about, I have to talk about hammocks, junior high, and I don't want to go back that far. But uh, let's go far back to this. Oh, man. That's awesome, dude. Third grade. Third grade. You can tell Jay's the one with the curly hair. No, I'm just kidding, obviously. That hair, <laughs> that, hair that hair, dude. Third grade yeah. right there. Even had the West Kendall Optimus. Fifth grade. You guess, guess who's who on that one? Yeah, that's right. I'm in the flannel. No, Jay's in the flannel. Jay's in the flannel, huh? Jay's Born in the, the flannel. flannel. We made Born that in hockey the flannel. mask. That was good fun, man. That hockey mask. We tried to cut it up, and we, you know, that was good times, man. That was after. I feel like that. Uh, is that like a Zeus mask or like God mask or something? I feel like I've seen. That I don't know. I was just trying to play a victim to Jason Voorhees, so I might as well be an old person. Just, yeah, nice. if, why not? I don't know. I think I had that, or it was my dad's, and I took it from him or someone. It's really hot. I remember, really, really hot. Not well, like it, you know, it gives us a good chance. <laughs> not sexy. Uh, I mean, it turned Jay on, but we were only in fifth grade. So that's not hard to do. Uh, so some of these pictures are going to be real silly, narrow in the center. But what can I tell you? That's that's our good brother uh, Mike right there, Cow Man, one of the one of the executive producers uh, of both of our shows. He's quietly in the background sometimes, but uh, and of course myself in the back and Jay. Um, I, I, that's, that's the J shirt I have right there. That's the one I have. 
Nice. Um, uh, yeah, here's a, remember this one. I I, uh-huh. I was I remember bugging out every time I see this because I'm like, it's the first time I realized that there was reflective wear that you could casually wear because I, I I didn't it didn't <laughs> pop up on my camera until I flashed. And you, for some reason, was wearing. You just had this killer, like I, I guess, exercise. Yeah, we'll see it in another one. Uh, but obviously, that's uh, that's Jade, uh, my wife, to the far left, and and our brother Jay right there, Anna, Ken, and uh, Tammy, and uh, my living room. That uh, and Moxie, 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 Moxie's down there. Right. She's always got to be part of something. Hey, good God, man! You know, Jay's tats, Jay's tats, and, and that's you know. Is, is is I'm gonna be real here, man. There's a lot of crazy shit that goes through your mind. Uh, it, I'm not gonna say through your mind. There's a lot of crazy shit that went through my mind as I was coming to the realization that I would no longer see my best friend ever again. And I remember saying on multiple occasions, "What a goddamn waste of an amazing, amazing fucking body of work of tattoos he had." That's really what, at some point, I was so angry at that for like 15 <laughs> solid minutes. Like, you, dude, that, that was so sick, and you just got fucking power slave. And, and I was just like, you know, I just started getting all pissy about that. But um, what's this? Do you remember this night? This was in Vegas, actually. This was in Vegas. We snuck away for 24 hours. We were in Denver, and we just took off to Vegas for a maiden show one of the like 87 times we saw the same show, but it didn't matter. It was 24 yeah. hour period. This was a, this was a fun, fun night. We were, we stayed at the Bellagio and that's all I remember. I don't, I, we went to a bar and that's it. After that, I'm not sure what happened, but um, Jay, Jay did stuff that night that made me laugh a lot. Every time we went to Vegas, <laughs> we laughed a lot, but this was one where it was just the two of us. And a lot of times we met a lot of people, but this was just a little 24 hour, just let's go see Maiden's Day at the Bellagio one night and come back. Uh, that was a good time. Was a good time. The thing about Jay is if you go to Jay's travels, um, you'll see a lot of his selfies. He doesn't smile. There's a, there's a very large amount of his pictures where he does not. No. Um, he doesn't always smile. But the thing is, is that when he does smile, uh, it's it's gigantic. And yes. you can tell he's not pushing that smile. He's not bullshitting that smile. Uh, maybe it. Maybe it's because he had a drink in his hand. But maybe not. There's a lot of no, times where they got you. It was he just doesn't like his teeth. If you, if you ask right. him, I always ask him about that. He hated his teeth, so he, that's yeah. why. If you posed for a picture, generally it's never going to be with his teeth showing. You'd have to get that like in a real, just like in a a moment where he's laughing. And there are pictures of Jay. I actually got some today. Anna sent me uh, with his. Uh, grandson on his lap basically uh just big smiles on his face i mean ear to ear so it does exist but the posing shots there it is again <laughs> and again <laughs> no teeth for jay no teeth for jay no teeth for you <laughs> no teeth for jay <laughs> i know this is out in front of uh the slipknot concert on august 11th i want to say 2016 it was i think it was 10 below zero um I don't see any snow on the ground there, so but that has to be it because I know that that was definitely that night. It was a Jay just had to come in from out of town and just pulled into my house, jump in my car. We had to just be able to make it out into the Denver Coliseum. We were talking about that, I think, recently. Um, this picture, <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Great I just <laughs> I know I know our brother Russell out there loves this. Jay loved it. 
Uh, I, I don't know how I conjured that maniacal face, but I've always been told I have have the ability to do such things. And oh, you do. This is this is pretty long beard, but this is out in front of um, Motley Crew, and I believe Alice Cooper. Yeah. So uh, in this particular picture, Russell and Jay were definitely altered. Um, I don't. I'm almost stone cold sober in this picture, if I'm being honest. And it was just one of those things where I said, Hey, everyone look at the camera and do something weird. And, uh, and that's what came up, man. Uh, just Russell's just like, yeah, dude, like slow picture, slow punching and Jay. Yeah. And so I filtered it. I don't know. I just, it wound up working very well. Um, and and that was a beautiful memory. And that was, that was in fact in Denver. Yeah. 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 That was Pepsi center. We, cause we had, we had hung out during the day because um, Russ was in town. Right. Uh, this is a uh, this is when we were lucky enough to meet a clown uh, V man on the right and the new guy on the left who actually uh, autographed that whiskey bottle for us. NG for new guy because uh, his identity was being held secret at the time. But these are the kinds of things that Jay did. Jay said, "Hey man, Bob, if you pick me up, dude, I'll buy you a bottle so that you can get it signed by Clown." in the middle. Um, and, uh, and I did it. I was like, you don't need to buy me the friggin' bottle. We're going to go see Slipknot tonight in concert. Why don't we go and get their bottle signed anyway? And, um, that was sort of the, uh, sort of the beautiful things that Jay was all about, man. He always liked sharing those experiences with people. Angel, thank you for showing up, my friend. Um, he loved doing those kinds of things, man. And that was, uh, that was his, that was his shit. Wait, wait, what's this one? So I know with those, the, well, no, the fire might not have been added, but where is this? This is in uh, Garona, Spain. Uh, they had actually where they shot a good amount. Not This is not the Iron Throne from Game of Thrones, but it's a replica. But they put it obviously in the same place where they filmed a lot of it uh, so that all you know, the tourists like ourselves that would come through looking at those buildings would also pay whatever it was, a few euros to sit down and take a picture in the Iron Throne. So that uh, that was very cool. That's what he did. Um, I got the big cape on and my daughter sitting with me, so I, I took advantage of that. But Jay always looked cooler doing everything he did. Even in plaid and camo, he looks cool as hell there. So he fits the Iron Throne well. That's the one can... of the things, man. I don't understand how he was able to just – because <clears throat> – Excuse me. Pull, he off, dressed pull, like pull, that. pull off plaid and camo. How he's able to do My that? My God, dude! And wear hemmed jean shorts and get away with that too. Like I look at his wardrobe and I'm like, man, I can't dress like this, dude. Like, but he does it and got away with it and he wore it well. He wore it well. Yeah, he had he had four <laughs> things and he wore those four things. But he bought like massively ten of well. Them. He would buy ten of yeah. the same thing, you know. So yeah, like you wore that yesterday. I was like, yeah, but it's clean. It's a new one, you know. <laughs> I'm uh, almost 100%. This is us on the way to Slayer. So this is one of the. This became sort of a popular picture. Uh, my wife has one uh, with with her and uh, my brother's wife Carrie added to it that I think I'm that I think I'm taking that I'm not in. But it was just always a really cool like downward shot, and we always seem to want to do that before shows, uh, just like this shot. Um, that's in the Impala, so that should oh, that yeah. should timestamp this this picture. Mm -hmm. um, this is this right here is much earlier. Some weird haircut and no beard. I don't even know what the hell. I was like ten at this point, I think. <laughs> um, that's my brother Bill in the middle. Uh, you know, we 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 love we love concerts, man. Concerts were were our life, dude. Look at these freaking schmucks. Wow, man. 
Doc B, Doc B on the right in the in the in the in the uh, Paul Diano leather jacket, dude, showing his Love shit, that. dude. Love that. Rock why am I? Why am I all covered in liquid? I don't. I don't even know what that's about. All Probably right. South Florida. Probably in South Florida, maybe, and it's a whole bunch of. No, no. This, actually, no. Humidity. You know what? This has to be. I believe this was his uh, condo. A few, a few condos down from me when he lived like okay. right in the same complex. Right, right, right. You had come and visited, I think, with Brian, uh, and uh -huh. that happened. Hey, wow, where is that? I believe it's the same place. Same place. You're right. Flip yeah, right yeah. Okay. There's the, the guitar and that helmet is giving me the clue. Right, man. It's like see, this. <laughs> still know? no teeth. No teeth. It's almost no, got teeth. No, almost. He almost looked like teeth. he was trying to smile. Oh, oh we got some uh, back teeth back there for him. <laughs> back teeth. <laughs> that's, an odd, <laughs> that's an odd face there. It is. I'm glad I kept that one. Oh, he looks like Sammy Hagar there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. He goes, let me tell you, man, between the dreads, uh, he, 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 so here's the deal. He, he had the ability to sort of emulate his favorite bands. The dreads, it was all about corn, Jonathan with all that, that whole thing. And at this point, this is very much a Corey Taylor slipknot stone sour sort of time. Uh, he was very good at emulating that even though 99.9% .9 of the time he was wearing a freaking hat, um, but you're right. I'm trying to catch one with him in his teeth, and it's not working. <laughs> All right, so this is this is the same show. Uh, this is the the Cooper and Crew show before we got in. Uh, before they went on stage, um, yeah, that was a. I don't like those kinds of shows, man. Where you have where the the the, the, the the seats are facing that way, but the stage is over there. Oh, Everyone's got to turn. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no good. That's. Not I don't good. care who it is, dude. Not anymore. I'll never do it again. I agree. I agree. Uh huh. Red Rocks. I like this picture too. This was <clears throat> Red Rocks for Prophets of Rage, which if you don't know who that is, that is uh, Rage Against the Machine without Zach, but with Be Real and Chuck D. Which is awesome. And, Saw uh, them in yeah. Miami. It was great. God, man. Such a kick-ass show. So much fun, man. Very, very kick-ass. That was nice. uh, Slayer's final show, I believe, in uh, Fiddler's Green Amphitheater out here. What's this one all about? Uh, this was a New Year's in Vegas, uh, one of the many and uh, this was the, the angry junk Jay at this point because the bar we were in just kicked us out. Um, we found another one. He's not turned to a big smile real fast, but that was the, that was his answer to the doorman who said that we couldn't drink there anymore. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you why we couldn't drink there anymore, but uh, there was, okay. there, was pretty, there was a pretty good reason. <laughs> All right. There usually is because they're, for, they're you know they'll they've got laws out there, but they they let you stretch them a little bit if you're no, no, at, no, at least no. spending money. Oh no 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 no! You don't you don't understand what happened there. <laughs> Same here. What about this one? This one is in Miami. Actually, this is at the Hard Rock. That's when I gave him that Dolphin Eddie shirt. So, yeah, we we're actually at the Hard Rock. And I don't know why we went there, but I think there were a couple of other people there than this. But, yep, that's that picture. Hey, there's that. Right. That's my, yeah, that that's in my, uh, in our that's living room. Uh, yeah, that is the reflective you, man. You had it going right, on that right. day, dude. No, if, no, you were, okay. if you were jogging. The you thing rolling. Oh, that's a cool picture. All on your couch. You got a big couch, yo. Yeah, that's a ginormous couch, and there's another leg of it to the right. Like Jay always sat at the at the at the point that is off camera to the far right. That was uh, yeah. that was Jay's Jay's spot, and 
for anyone that uh, is watching this podcast that has no idea who I am, who Ken Man is, or any of these folks, uh, if, if you're doubting that I go far back with this guy, let this picture prove uh, that I do, in fact, go far back with this guy. And I do, unfortunately, at one point, had a pair of white jeans that uh, I might or might not have tucked into my Adidas, and I don't give a fudge. Uh, if you see that right now, I was wearing a badass corduroy rusty hat uh, oh, with a man. with a mock friggin' turtleneck on a cruise ship. <laughs> so there's a small story attached to this. My, our brother Jay over there, as you can see, 1990, we were butt babies. Uh, my father uh, to the right and Lois, his wife to the very far right. Very, very nice of them to take us on this cruise. But as soon as we stepped on that cruise ship uh, and Jay felt a little bit of rock. He said, hey, man, I'm not feeling this right now, man. Uh, I need to take a Dramamine. So I think he took two. And we were on a two-day cruise, and I saw him he once. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I saw him once. He got up. He ate. I think uh, he talked. I'm not sure. <laughs> he went right the frick back to bed, dude, and was out the entire time. I'm not oh, – I, I remember everything. I don't remember that damn cruise uh, simply because I was probably just worried about our brother Jay going, where the uh, – so that was a that was a while yeah, ago. Yeah, what's what's so, what's so random? It's so random that like, first of all, that my birth father, who I didn't really have much contact with, you know, after my parents divorced, we said, "Hey, kid, you know when you want to go on a freaking cruise?" I, you know, that's just how he talks. He's Irish, and I was like, "Yeah." And then he's, you know, I'm thinking, let's bring a friend, Jay. I I don't know why that was the case, but I do know that that was sort of the very. Be, that's the a very strong microcosm of friendship was in 1990. That would have been right around my birthday, 18th birthday, sort of right around. You know, you know, we're, those years were pretty crazy and fun. We started knowing each other a lot, man. Right. Um, same shot of our brother uh, Cal, Mike, and uh, and Jay with that misfit shirt. <laughs> Always. What about this one? Wow, this one is taken in Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, we went uh, when we were there. We were we got in late this night uh, from from England, and we were beat. And my wife was like, "I'm gonna crash. Why don't you guys just go out if you want?" We had to go find some drinks, so we started to try to find where the best bar would be. And they had this cave bar not far from us. So I was like, "All right, we're walking to this cave bar." So we're walking the streets of Edinburgh, which is, by the way, a fucking awesome city if anyone gets a chance. Um, so we're walking through Edinburgh, and you get to this place, and it's just. You can barely see in the background, but it was all just dimly lit, co different colored lights. It was just a cavern. There were, and they were everywhere. There was like a, it was just all these, you could just explore this place. And there were just all over hallways that led to rooms and some had stages in them. Some were doing poetry, some were doing music, some were showing a movie. And you could just go walk in, whatever. There's a few bars you could go drink in. There might have been enough room to hold 300 people inside of everything in there, maybe 400 people. There were eight people there that I saw total, including Jay and myself <laughs> and two bartenders. Wow. I mean, there was nobody there. I don't know what night of the week it was or anything. I don't, it didn't matter. We thought it was cool as hell. So this was, uh, this was what we did. We just got wasted and staggered. I don't remember getting home that night, to be honest. But that was fun. That was, uh, that was a good spot. Edinburgh, Scotland, though. He's got some trooper beer, Iron Maiden trooper beer up there in the front. Is that yep. was it bought and drank there? I guess I was bought and drank there, and then pretty uh, badass. Yeah, a few other drinks after that. The bartenders were very friendly, and that's where we we usually like to go to talk to just normal folks and try to learn about people. You know, hey, hey there's the van. 
Jay, the one thing I loved about Jay was no matter what, damn it, I didn't bring it up here. I might have actually packed it, but if Jay was, no matter where Jay was on the road, if he saw anything Gene Simmons or Kiss, he automatically sent me a picture of it. It was nah. like, do you want this? For you? Do you want this? Like, I've got a badass, just a really badass, hotter than hell, um, 19, I think, 75 uh, black and white, like, photo reel he got on a big picture. Like, it is just so badass. One of my prized possessions. That's um, awesome. He was just, he just loved it. He just loved making other people happy with that kind of shit. And I always, and, and I always loved when he wore this shirt, man. I always loved when leaving that picture up for a second. The socks, man. He only Jake wore some <laughs> slip-on vans, but still throw those ankle high ups. You know, I mean, it's just like or those shin highs. I'm sorry, he always wore. You know, uh, it's just man. He could only he could rock this kind of look like this right here. You know, this is a J and J look only. It's great. It's the damn truth, dude. And I know people have their friends that dress a specific way, but this is this is his uniform. Like anything else, he was in was was strictly uncomfortable for him and this this is his this is his deal right here 100 it, it spans across all photos there's that damn misfit shirt i have that too thanks a lot for finding that by the way i had uh, no problem i found uh, another one though <laughs> the I, have, same exact I have another one, one too yeah no he really? probably has like eight of them i'm sure but uh, you're right that's fine i got one too <laughs> what show oh, is that man. This is so. This is the Motley Crue show. Oh, same show. Same okay. one. Right. Yeah, and this is this is earlier on in the day. Am I wearing a different tour shirt? I don't know. Uh, this is earlier on in the day. This is actually, um, this is at a place called CD Mara's. This is just a little bit down the road from where we live out here in Lakewood. Uh, Jay got there when they when it first opened, uh, and really got to know the people. And it became uh, him and Anna's sort of bar. And we we went there with Russ that day. He was in town. Um, and uh, ironically, that is actually where we are going to be having dinner Saturday when you're here. Oh, it's the same exact place, but it's completely different now. It's got amazing steaks and just same exact place, really, but completely different. Yeah, cool. it's the same except different. Priscilla, it's like a volume except different. Yeah, go. that was a good. It's a nice place. They really All changed right. it to something nice. Uh, yeah, Jay's pointing right there. He likes pointing. He likes the point. Yeah, that was a. Uh, that was the, the second or third. I know. He just, uh, I guess we could take another picture. He started, <laughs> yeah, we had already started drinking. That was the 2014 uh, Maiden show we went to at Fiddler's, I think. Pretty uh, sure. Yeah. Where Crazy. I, where, I, yeah. where I fell over a median but saved my beer. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, dude. Yeah. Like I went head over. Like, everybody was like, oh, that dude just ate it. But he saved his beer. It's fucking badass, man. Yeah, that was a good time. That was a really good time. That was pain. I don't walk well. What else? You uh, just anything else exciting or same old kind of just Jay pointing at pictures. There's so many pictures that we've gone through. If you guys want to see some more and you haven't seen, um, there's on Facebook. We Tammy's got one. That, Tammy sent me one with teeth. He's got great teeth, I dude. Told I you, don't. There's some there. There's there's teeth shots out there, man. I have there's no idea, man. <laughs> that's just that's just Jay, man. He always had that. Uh, he had those weird, uh, the the weird quirky things that we all have about ourselves, man. His was magnified for somebody like you said who wears camouflage uh, jean shorts and a flannel shirt. Yeah. He does it because he can. Because he can. 
I'll tell you this though: if if we were doing, you know, we we weren't able to do this the last couple of weeks, have a show in any way. If we if we even attempted it, it would have been it would have been borderline impossible, man. But I I I know that we were saying earlier the the different stages of it all are are what uh or what unfortunately you have to acquaint yourself with, man. And and if it wasn't for you, uh, Brian Russell, my wife, um, your wife, uh, everyone just sort of leaning on each other in some way, offering some sort of help, man, it would have been so much harder, man. And it's just a testament to how many people actually love that guy because 30 of us are all like leaning on each other so hard about this. And, you know, and, you know, we've got people that, you know, have gone that, that don't even have two people that worry about them. This guy has a, a you know, a country of people that are, that are going to miss him and that do miss him. Reach out. I know for me personally, where people will reach out that I haven't talked to in a long time or just folks that go way back with us. Um, so they, they understand yeah. our relationship is um, and how serious and how close we are, all of us, not just saying me, but how close we all are. So that network of friends got you know hit pretty hard with this because everybody understood the kind of guy that Jay was. So where I feel like there's some people that are reaching out because they wanna make sure I'm okay um, at the end of the day, it actually makes me feel good to know that they're doing it because of the guy that Jay was. I mean, it could have been so many other people, but that guy in particular just felt like he meant so much more to our network of friends, especially. Um, yeah. and, all the, and all the networks of friends that he was able to even build outside of that because he was just, you know, such a guy that transcended niches and he never was just a part of any cliques or groups. He always just did whatever he wanted to do. And that's what allowed him to be friends with so many people. And I know we talked about this at his celebration, but um, I tell you, man, that guy is a, is a one of a kind man. He definitely is. And for those of you watching this podcast tonight that didn't know Jay, uh, first of all, thank you. I mean, that's just a lot of stuff to watch about a person you don't know. I know we're really getting right. into all of it. For but, real, man. Uh, you can probably also tell uh, how important he is in our lives and maybe re relate to yourself, your family, or someone that you've, you know, also lost in, and you can feel that same pain. And, you know, all of us, unfortunately go through this kind of stuff in our lives and there's only one thing that we can do and that is to keep going you know for them and you know the biggest thing for me i think is just taking a part of of my brother jay who i love so much and making it a part of me um so i i've chosen uh a few different things but you know random compassion something i talked about uh with, with stephanie a, you know a good friend of his about how he taught her that um you know, just being able to just help people in any situation at any moment. And he would always do that. And it didn't have to be anybody he knew. Often, most of the times it wasn't, you know, and, and yeah. he'll, just, he'll just go around and help anybody. Sometimes embarrassing me. I'll be, Jay, leave those people alone. But, you know, the next moment they're thanking him and talking about how incredible he is and how the world should have better people like that. And, you know, it's just that's the kind of dude he was. And if I could just take a piece of that and try to incorporate it into my own life to honor him, and to also just make me a better person through knowing such a great guy like that. I feel that's the best way to honor somebody that, that you love, that you miss. And that's, that's something I definitely want to be able to continue to do. And, and I will and in so many ways. I love you too, Anna. Love you, Anna. Love you, Anna. Love you, Anna. Anna's a badass. I had, I had one or two badass picks of Anna, but I, you know, when it comes to throwing picks of women up on the internet, dude, 
I don't even play that game, dude. So uh, I didn't I didn't get a chance to clear any of with her. So I was just like, the hell with that, man. I'm not playing that game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I learned that the hard way. You don't just well, post pictures of women. Pictures. We have some yeah. great pictures. They're all just, amazing. There are so never... many pictures. I mean, that guy just took so many pictures. The guy documented his life at a time when we weren't even growing. We didn't grow up in the digital age, you know? It wasn't it's so easy to keep and take and look at and whatever with pictures, you know? This guy right. went and always, you know, went, went out there. He got his pictures developed. He created albums and... He just documented his life in such a great way that for for time like this, which is terrible, it's so awesome to go back and look at it. And, you know, it, it hurts. It's bittersweet. But it's at the end of the day, I find it to be very therapeutic to be able to look back and remember him and yeah. be able to go out there and open up, you know, boxes of some of the stuff he purchased and being with him for some of those things and knowing where some of that stuff came from um, just you know, makes that stuff important to me. So I'm happy to display it. I'm happy to have a part of Jay um, here. His van is in my driveway. So I'm obviously going to think about him every single day. And I'm good with that. I, I Some people are like, oh, you're crazy. You're beating yourself up. You're blah, blah, blah. But I'm not building a shrine to my best friend. It's just that I, I just like to have that part of him. I think it helps me and to continue to just express all I can is what I'm doing. Hopefully it works. Hopefully all you guys are doing it too. And if you're not, you get the help that you need to do so, whether it's some, yeah. this event or another event in your life. Um, this has to at least help us, like Bob said at the beginning of the show, to open up about talking about things and let an event, event like this know uh, that we have to talk more. And that if you know somebody or you think somebody is, is, is battling depression, whether it's minor or severe, um, you know, we never really know how it manifests inside of other people. You know, we can look at people, they can hide it as best they can. Um, but at the same time, we don't know how, what they're dealing with fully. So hopefully people will go out there and get the help they need. And I think counseling is, is super important. Well, I know uh, that's, that's 100% correct. And it's definitely, and, and the, you know, shout out to the Lakewood police department out here too, for consistently and constantly offering up uh, upon finding what we found out right away to me, to my wife, to my brother, because we were on the scene. Do you, if you need to speak to someone, we can set that up. They said it a lot. Like yeah. to, like to, it was, it wasn't, and it didn't seem like they were saying it because they had to. It was very much what they were like, you know, this is a situation where you might want to exercise this option. And, um, you know, I, I didn't, we had some other things, but I still think it's something that, that could be beneficial regardless. And, um, and to my friends, um, uh, the you know all of our friends that are friends with Jay. If you might be sort of the introvert kind of person, you're gonna want to try and break out of that because uh, I'm gonna be checking on you a lot, all of you guys. So all, right. all of my friends, this this what this has told what this has shown me is that I don't ever want to have I never want to lose a friend. However, I lose a friend and say to myself, shit, why didn't I take this opportunity to do this? Or why didn't I take this opportunity? And I'm not beating myself up for not having those opportunities with Jay. I had a lot of opportunities to hang out and we took almost every one of those opportunities. Uh, it just made me more so realize that the people that we grew up with, the tight group of people, all of our friends in our life, um, check on them, talk to them, have, have conversations that feel that you might not feel are comfortable. Uh, if you're close enough, that shit don't matter. It's not like they're going to stop talking to you because you checked on them too much. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not saying that would have helped anything at this point. I'm just saying if you you don't want to go, you don't want to you don't want to get into a situation where you you say I could have done this, I could have done that. You know, we all love Jay as much as we possibly could. Um, 
and uh, you know what happened happened, and it's something we're having to deal with. But um, if we didn't have each other, it would have been so much. It would have been so much harder. And like I said uh, during that Zoom meeting, a lot of us didn't really need to talk to each other. Me, you, or Brian, or or Russ, or close friends like even Chuck, um, because Jay was that guy in the middle that got all the information and passed it to everybody. Right. So all of our secrets, we all freaking know, but nobody else knows any of those damn things. And uh, we all knew each other uh, and we had respect enough for each other to be like, okay, good. You know, like that's, that's good to know. You know, you would say the good things, the bad things, but at least we all knew what we, what we uh, were up to because Jay was always that, uh, the man on the scene. He was the glue for a lot of our groups. And that goes back to him being not a clicky person and just hanging out with certain people knowing yeah. so many different parts of groups of people he was that guy that really did kind of keep everybody together and i've talked about that with a few of our um close friends but because of geography and life um we've just really not spoken as much as we should and this has brought yeah. us together to where i've had already a couple of conversations with people that you know we know we need to do a better job and there's the excuses of life and the rat race and all of that stuff that just that just shouldn't fly. I mean, with anything you want to do in life, man, if you want to do it, you can do it. There's no reason to sit here and try to come up with all these different excuses. But, you know, right now, the most important thing for all of us really individually is just to take care of ourselves, you know, because that's, yeah. you know, look, looking out for each other is important and being there for each other. But we really have to take a serious look at, at ourselves. And, um, you know, I'm saying this and it's funny because I feel like I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm just talking to myself, basically. So again, yeah. like I said at the beginning of the show, this is therapeutic in that sense. But um, but maybe there is people out there that feel the same way and are maybe afraid to take that deeper look into themselves and try to realize some th some things and admit some things uh, that may be may hard to admit, you know. Otherwise, as far as the way you're dealing with things or how you may have thought you would have dealt with them in the past, then to how you are dealing with them now. So we change. So at that time, you know, we need to be ready to to get help that we need if, if we can't seek it from from our family and friends. 100%. And Jerry Springer said, take care of yourself and each other. And that's uh, a pretty Jerry important Springer. thing. It's the only, the only thing that he ever said that I remembered, if I'm being honest. But uh, anyway, guys, thanks for thanks for hanging out. We had about 25 people hang out with us tonight, Ken, man. Thank that you. was pretty Appreciate rad. It. Yeah, a, a lot of people, come, you know, if you were like, if Ken's like Ken said, if you did not know, if you don't know us or Jay, fucking thank you, because Thank you. All right. Right on, man. Respect, man. Respect. This is this is Come something back next really week. Fun. We'll probably have a different show. We'll yeah, have a little bit a of a topic, topic going. Maybe. We'll, Maybe. We'll try to, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how we feel. But come check it out anyway. Man. Or we'll, it'll just be an episode of what particular stage of grief we are in on this. <laughs> That's what we can go. If we don't match grief stages, we'll just split it 50-50 or something like that. But you know, uh, Brandy, thanks for showing up late. And thanks for rocking hey, the uh, – it's okay not to be okay. It's a. It's definitely what something. Uh, and I believe September is Suicide Awareness Month or uh, some uh, something like that. Like this mental health vein keeps happening, and we keep talking about it, which is a good thing. So let's continue to do so. Um, anyway, Ken, man, we're gonna roll out of here, guys. Thanks again for showing up and uh, paying your respects. And we were hope we were able to show some funny pictures of Jay and for you to laugh at him a little bit. He would want that. Uh, Jay really uh, was the flavor flave of our of our group 
and which actually he was Flavor Flav at our lip sync. Wasn't he, he really was. He really was. Yeah. He, wasn't even, he didn't even belong. He wasn't even going to the school, and we still snuck him in there to do that. Yeah, that's crazy. That we just heard the noise, right? Anthrax. That's on videotape. So have it on VHS somewhere. Yeah. VHS. I'm still it. thinking about that that VHS of Joe Nathan from back in the day that we have to find, but that's oh that's something God. we can't talk about. The, yeah. We can, yeah. right? Laughing oh. and going head first <laughs> on the wall. That is some of the greatest video ever. Oh my oh, God, man. you're right. Well, if we find that, we're going to find a way to get that on the podcast. Now, you've got a, you've got now, a VHS now. Oh, we're going to go viral. I got a VHS, man. I just got to find the tapes. The tapes. All right, guys. Thanks hey, for love, you, Jay. love you, Jay. Love you, Jay. Yeah. Love you, Jay. Horns up, horns up, horns up, man. Thank you so much um, for all you did for us in our lives. And uh, we got a, we got a, people commenting right here. Brandy says you did Ken's hair for that show. <laughs> all right, right on. It was perfect. Yes, Absolutely. I just perfect. wanted to make sure want to make sure everybody gets their uh, gets their hellos in. All right, folks, we're out of here. Thanks for hanging out with us Thank you, on uh, Appreciate it. the Casually Serious podcast. We love you and uh, great week. Yeah, have a great week, guys.